Hey there, fellow dance educators. This isn't your typical episode. I'm dropping into your podcast feed with a short story and an announcement. I was not a naturally confident dancer. And I don't know if many of you ever felt like you were that dancer that just confidence came easy, but I was not that dancer. And in fact, I was more a fan of being behind the scenes than I was confident being on stage. I can remember waiting to like get through a show or competition so I could go back to class. And that may sound weird, but I truly loved being at the bar, doing turns and leaps classes. And then the competition and the stage part was actually not that exciting to me. It was just stressful. And when I was older and I started teaching, I realized how much I loved watching my dancers on stage way more than I wanted to be on stage myself. And in fact, my senior year of high school, kind of our studio's end of year show, I had a ballet class of younger girls. It was the first time I choreographed for any kind of show it was young ballet, maybe six to eight years old. And they had their performance on stage. I'm watching them in the wings and I was so proud and I was like all teary eyed and I was, it was so emotional for me and they came off stage and I'm hugging them and it was wonderful. And then the music starts for the next routine and it was my solo. I was the only senior that year. I was supposed to be, you know, a celebration of, you know, the seniors in that company. And I wasn't even on stage because I was focused on my little dancers that had just come off. And I, I was so excited about them. I completely forgot that I was supposed to keep dancing and I had to run on stage and do my solo, but it became very clear from then on. I was like, oh, I'm happier when I'm the teacher and not only happier, but I, it was so much less stressful. And so maybe some of that is the natural teacher in me, but the truth is, I wonder if I would have liked it more, the competing and performing part, if I was confident in myself. I wonder if I would have enjoyed performing and competing more if I truly believed in myself. And then I started coaching and teaching dance and I focused on my skills off stage. But then there was a whole other level of confidence I had to figure out. As a new teacher, I was once again uncertain of how to handle myself. Whether I was teaching that first baby ballet class at 16 or the first time I choreographed at 18 or the first time I coached a high school team when I was only 20, I struggled with confidence at every new step along the journey. So eventually I decided to study psychology and actually build a whole business around helping other dance educators learn the power of sports psychology. I want other dance teachers to know how to help their dancers feel good about themselves and feel confident when they take the floor. I want other coaches to feel confident in their own abilities to coach. And I know we can achieve those goals when we come together as a community and share our collective strengths. So yes, it takes a desire for personal growth, maybe a little investment in your time and clearly a passion for dance to see that boost in your dancer's confidence, but it's easier to do with support and guidance in a community. So that's why I'm excited to tell you about this new summit that I've created. It's called the Confident Dancer Summit. And if you're listening, when this episode goes live, the summit is about to start on Friday, August 6th, 2021. The summit is three days. There's 15 speakers helping you learn the tools you need to boost your dancer's confidence. And I would just want to share a quick run through of some of these presentation topics because they're this lineup is truly amazing. We have Ashley Mowry teaching on developing body confidence in dancers. Caitlin Sloan is talking about cultivating critical thinking in dancers. Cassandra Springs talking about building confidence through effective goal setting. Chasta Hamilton and I did an interview about being competitive without competing. 
Aaron Mansky talks about why fairness sometimes feels like favoritism and what to do about it. Gina McFadden presents the Dancer Health, a 360 perspective, talking about the whole dancer. Courtney Vanderheiden talks about competing with confidence, taking that floor with confidence. Katie Groven talks about confidence in jumps and turns with strength training. Kirsten Kemp talks about the backwards path to building confidence that actually works from a mindset point of view. Mary Beth Moss talks about loading for performance and uses her physical therapy background to help improve confidence. Mary Wendt has a whole panel talking about developing the confident dancer off the Marley. Melanie Daly talking about how to fast track the coaching confidence. Misty Lone and I did an interview about using language and clarity to build confident parent and student relationships. If you struggle with parents, that's a great one for you to listen to. Misty Nana talks about how to confidently plan your dance season. And finally, Olivia Mode Cater talks about the confident dance teacher formula, how to lead your classes with strength and clarity. I'm not kidding when I say this lineup is absolutely incredible. And my favorite part about the whole thing is the different perspectives. There's people from all different kinds of dance. There's ballet and studio and school teams and different perspectives on, you know, physical and mental and the whole dancer. It's there's something to learn from everyone and it's completely free. You can grab your free ticket at confidentdancersummit.com. And if you're catching this episode late and maybe it's already over, it's still worth checking out as there may be another great summit coming your way. But before I let you go, you know, I can't do a podcast without an actionable tip that you can do something with today. So I want to share a few mistakes that I see dance educators make when they're trying to learn something new and it makes them self-conscious. You know, no matter how many years you've been teaching or coaching, there always seems to be this issue of new level, new devil. Once you learn something new, you grow and get better, but then now you realize what you don't know and you realize you're at the bottom of a whole other mountain to climb. I've definitely been there. But rather than losing confidence in ourselves every time we encounter something else we don't know how to handle, let's approach it differently and avoid these three growth mistakes that I see in many of us. Number one, taking too big a step. When we see a new challenge or goal in front of us, it can feel overwhelming, like something that is miles ahead of where we are now and that feeling like it'll take years to get there. So we get overwhelmed by the goal that's too big and too far away. And instead, just take the next right step. What's the one step you can take this season with your dancers and your personal development that will help you reach that big goal? You don't have to do it all at once. What's the next right step? Mistake number two is we focus on our mistakes and not our progress. Dancers are almost always perfectionists. We focus on all the little details that aren't going well and all the things that went wrong instead of looking at what went right. And while it's okay and good to notice mistakes, that's only works if you focus on growth too. Notice the progress you've made so you can feel confident in your ability to do hard things. And number three, that mistake of moving forward with no plan. Coaches and dance teachers always feel at a loss for time. Am I right? There's too much going on, too many things to do, not enough time to get it all done, but it doesn't always have to feel so overwhelming. You can feel much more confident that you're focused on the right things and actually achieving your goals if you've mapped out your plan. But here's the important part. Choose one thing and take action. So thinking back about these three mistakes that get in our way of growth, maybe taking too big of a step and feeling overwhelmed, focusing on your mistakes or not planning, choose the one that's currently affecting you most or the one that you're most motivated to get started on and take action. 
one line of focus is going to help you so much more than spreading yourself too thin. So if you want to learn something new to boost your confidence and your skills, choose that right next thing for you. And for a whole lot more help with confidence building for you and your dancers, check out the free Confident Dancer Summit. Again, we kick off August 6th, and this is the one event you can't afford to miss. Get your free ticket at confidentdancersummit.com. I can't wait to see you there. And of course, keep sharing your passion for dance with the world.